In this edition of Locked On Capitals, your Capitals were 1-1 one one over the weekend. We'll talk about those games and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and on all your platforms. I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we will talk about the games over the weekend. As we know, the Capitals defeated the Calgary Flames, but then they subsequently lost to the New Jersey Devils. What does that mean for this Washington Capitals team going forward? They were riding that wave, that momentum of winning. And then when they came up against a formidable opponent, like the New Jersey Devils, they fell short. How do they get back into the business of winning uh, games against big teams like the Devils? We'll talk about that. Then later in the show, we'll talk about the road ahead. But just to get it going here, Friday night, uh, we were talking about the Washington Capitals and uh, what it meant for them to pick up a big win against the Flames. You know, it was one of the games uh, that was a good test of of Oshi. It was a good test to see, you know, Darcy Camper, what they had in the tank. And the one thing I will say about this Capitals team is they play that much better when TJ Oshi is in the lineup. I don't think that that's really up for debate. Um, you know, I know it didn't really help them uh, in the last game that they lost to the New Jersey Devils. But all in all, I think that they play much better when you have TJ Oshie in and, and it shows that the guys exude more confidence. They say as much that they feel uh, that much more confident. So just, uh, you know, a positive sign that we are starting to get some of those injured players uh, back and uh, Darcy Kemper picking up a shutout. What more can you really ask uh, for Darcy Kemper or any netminder for that matter than to pick up a shutout, a goose egg on the Calgary Flames. The Capitals opened the post-Thanksgiving portion of their schedule Friday with a 3 to nothing win over the Calgary Flames. Forwards TJ Oshie, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and Alex Ovechkin provided the scoring for the afternoon, and goalie Darcy Kemper posted his second shutout of the season, writes NBC Sports Washington. Oshie, who was activated off injured reserve on Wednesday, has been a spark for the Capitals, who are 9-10-3. and in his first two games, he recorded two assists in the 3-2 overtime win over the Philadelphia Flyers before getting them to an early lead against Calgary. Washington has now won back-to-back games after snapping a four-game winless streak. And, you know, I was really kind of hoping that they were going to be able to continue that winning going forward, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. We'll talk about that in the next segment. But as far as the game against the Flames, that was a Capitals team that showed up to play. They were prepared. They played. They executed. They did the right things. Darcy Kemper was dialed in, and they ended up, you know, it ended up paying off as they pick up a nice win. You know, at this point, it's all about 
kind of racking up wins and, and kind of stockpiling wins as they did go through uh, that losing streak. The Flames, 9-8-3, kept Kemper plenty busy with 32 shots on goal, but he played one of his best games of the season to keep the Pacific foes out of the net. Kemper has shut out the Flames four times in his NHL career, his most against any opponent. And, you know, that's where analytics comes in. You know, some people talk about, well, why do you put this goalie in here? Why do you put this player in? It has to do about analytics. Um, and just, to, you know, for, for one, you know, Darcy Kemper is the number one netminder for the Washington Capitals. So it should come as no surprise that he was in the game. But generally, they do look at a history and there's, you know, a whole lot more uh, analytics than there was years ago. So you got to think that to a certain extent, they put Darcy Kemper in because he did have a good history of uh, winning games against the Flames. Um, but in any event, a really good game for Darcy um, as he continues to show up big and just his selfless nature, his ability to to be honest and say, you know, I have to do better. I allowed in some bad goals. You know, in his post-game presser, he talked about, you know, in previous games, and he's talked about it all season, as a matter of fact. If he allows a bad goal, he'll be one of the first to admit it. And uh, oftentimes when you get to players that are in the level of the NHL or professional sports in general, they don't like to take the blame. They would rather push the blame off on someone else. Um, So Darcy just being... Um, you know, uh, just uh, being honest with everyone and saying, you know, I made a mistake that was on me. I think that's refreshing to the fans. And I also think it's refreshing to uh, the fellow players as well. Uh, talking about Oshi in games, Oshi played this season, the Capitals are seven and four and all others. There's they are two, five and two. So that kind of just ties in with what I was talking about off the top of the show that the Washington Capitals play a lot better when TJ Oshie is in it. And you might say, well, you know, this particular game, he didn't get a goal or that particular game. He didn't get a goal. It's not just that he is a leader. I know he doesn't wear a C on his chest, um, but he is a leader. He is a positive. um, He's a a positive presence on that team. Uh, He exudes confidence and he makes the players that play around him that much better. And sometimes that's not, an easy thing to quantify, but TJ Oshie and the stats show it. I mean, just what I told you there, the Capitals play that much better uh, when TJ Oshie is in the lineup. So sometimes people say, you know, why do, why did the Capitals, you know, sign him to a deal? He's an injury risk. They they signed him for the very reason that I mentioned there is that the Capitals play that much better. The Capitals are seven and four when he plays They're two, five and two when he's not in there. So if that's not a good enough reason, I don't know what is. He got the scoring started at 7.56 into the game, receiving receiving an excellent feed from defenseman Eric Gustafson and bring a wrister from the slot past Flames goalie Jacob Markstrom. And if you haven't had an opportunity, check it out. It's on NBC Sports uh, Capitals in this case. And you can see just a really great feed and just a really excellent goal. How badly did the Capitals need that goal? It marked the first time they held a lead in regulation since their November 11th win over the Lightning, a span of 314 minutes of ice time. The Capitals had trailed first in each of their last five games heading into Friday. Oshie ensured that streak wouldn't stop there, and it was the only start of the offense for the Capitals' restocked second line. And Kuznetsov. Let's just get into Kuznetsov a little bit, you know, just kind of summarizing this game against the Flames, uh, the triumphant Capitals playing well. Kuznetsov, 
finding his touch. The Capitals, I would say, also play that much better when Evgeny Kuznetsov is dialed in. Uh, you know, it seems to me those games where he goes through a slump, so do the Capitals, you know. So it's interesting how you can make certain uh, correlations between certain players in and out of the lineup. When certain players are pl- in the lineup, for one, and they're playing well, uh, you can tell that uh, the Capitals, uh, per- you know, in particular play better. Kuznetsov has gotten off to a poor start in the scoring department. He went into Friday's game with just two goals in 20 minutes this season, and both goals came in the same game. While he has shown in a couple of shootouts that he can still create scoring chances all on his own, Kuznetsov has struggled to produce those moments during games. A very hot and cold player, I got to say, Kuznetsov, if you take a look at him. Um, it just, you know, it seems like a couple of years ago he was on the trade block and they said that the Capitals would love to trade him, but they wouldn't get enough for him. And then last year he had a breakout year and then it's kind of a so-so uh, season for him this year. So he is kind of a hard guy to peg to figure out who is, what is the identity to Evgeny Kuznetsov? Is he a sustainable scorer on this team? Uh, when he plays well, he he plays very well. And then when he's cold, he's very cold. He's like a lot of other players on the team. You know, you could say the same thing about Anthony Mantha or something like that. Playing on his second line alongside Oshie and winger Sonny Milano, who has scored the game-tying goal late in the third period against the Flyers on Wednesday. Kuznetsov showed he still got a few tricks in his bag late in the second period. He entered the offensive zone swarm by three flames, but he weaved his way through before firing a shot as he was falling to the ice and just... A really great goal if you guys didn't get a chance to see it. It kind of reminded me a bit of the Alex Ovechkin goal uh, against the Coyotes so many years ago uh, where he was falling and flipped and just slid and it went in. And then they kind of panned to, to Wayne Gretzky, who was a coach of the Coyotes, I believe, at that time. But just uh, a really great uh, thing to look back on uh, for the Capitals there. Uh, Oshin Milano picked up assists on the play. That line played together for the first time Wednesday and has actually accounted for three goals in two games for a Capitals team that has struggled to score with consistency this season. The trio could be a huge lift for the team's playoff hopes if it can keep up its success. Milano has started earning the trust of Capitals coaches with impressive playmaking and took advantage with a couple of earned minutes on the power play as well to set up Ovechkin for 791. Yes, Alex Ovechkin is chipping away at that goal, uh, which gave Washington its three to nothing lead in the latter half of the third. And just a real pleasant surprise, I gotta say. Sonny Milano on this team. The Capitals went out and picked him up. He has done nothing but perform night in and night out. A guy that was released from a PTO from the Flames, came to this Capitals team and is just filling in admirably and just a really solid find for Brian McClellan. It kind of reminds me of the Brett Conley thing or the Devontae Smith-Pelly. Just the ability to find these players that you know are getting panned by, others te- by other teams and then they come to the Capitals and just really light it up. Um, just to close up this segment, Kemper, you know, playing just really great once again. No surprise. After giving up a pair of self-described bad goals Wednesday, Kemper bounced back in spectacular fashion with a 32-save shutout. The Flames challenged him early with a 15-6 advantage in shots on goal followed the first period, but it wasn't enough to get one past the Capitals' netminder. Kemper has now faced the Flames 11 times in his career 
and posted a 7-2-1 record against him with a .953 save percentage and a 1.61 goals against average with them. On the other side, the save percentage is the highest against any opponent. On the season, Kemper has picked up wins back-to-back, starts for the first time since his second and third outings of the year against the Canadians and Canucks, respectively. The lack of victories has been his fault. The Capitals have provided him with more than three goals of run support only three times this season. So talking about it, that the lack of victories rather um, has hardly been his fault. So let me clarify there. Um, you know, the one thing I will say about Darcy Kemper, the thing I'll say about Charlie Lindgren is they keep the caps in these games. If they don't pick up a win, um, they still, they keep them, it, they keep it a competitive game. You know, and if you think about it, if it was another goalie, say they didn't pick up Kemper or Lindgren, they would have lost by a larger margin. And I know what everyone's saying. I hear it all the time. They should have kept Vanacek. Look at what he's doing with the Devils. Hey, we tried doing that with the Capitals for two seasons. They tried to retread that tire many times. But as it turned out, you know, a change of scenery, a change of real estate is what the doctor ordered for Vitek Vanacek. And I am nothing but happy for him and his success out in New Jersey. All right, so after the break here, we will talk about the game with the Devils. Yes, we were hoping for another win there, but alas, it wasn't meant to be. We'll talk about that next. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked On Capitals listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Here's why I love it. Did you know over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering a 50% off their award winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season order your simply safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season here's why i love it i had an issue where someone broke into my home simply safe dispatched the police and took care of the situation in an emergency 24 7 professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology exclusively from simply safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. This is their biggest discount of the year, so you don't want to wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are kind of recounting the events over the weekend about the Washington Capitals, how they picked up a really great win over the Flames. You know, it was a, a shutout for uh, Darcy Kemper, and the Caps really showed up to play. They were riding high on a feeling of success and winning going forward, but that was shot down as they took on the reigning 
uh, New Jersey Devils who are playing lights out this season, a team to be reckoned with. It is a team that is backstopped by Vitek Vanacek in net, and Vanacek is playing lights out for the New Jersey Devils. I remember when they talked about it at the beginning of the season, they were saying that he most likely, likely will not be the starting netminder. Uh, so it's really interesting to see that he has risen to prominence and is playing very well uh, in the in New Jersey. So just a really uh, positive moment. The Capitals ran into the red-hot New Jersey Devils on Saturday and got burned, falling 5-1 to one to the first-place team atop the Metro Division to kick off their six-game road trip, writes NBC Sports Washington. Devils goalie Vitek Vanacek got the start, his former team, for the first time and didn't disappoint, stopping 37 of 38 shots to continue his stellar season after the, after the Capitals' 9-11-3 traded him to the New Jersey Devils. Last season, he has stepped up as the Devils' top option in net with opening night Raw's starter Mackenzie Blackwood on injured reserve. So some people have said, well, you know, it was going to be Mackenzie's job if he wasn't injured, but I don't think that, you know, those, those, those people are saying the same thing considering how lights out VTech has been playing. Um, Washington, which uh, had won two in a row heading into the contest, was held to just one goal by defenseman John Carlson in the second leg of a back-to-back. Um, and they were talking about, and they interviewed Vitek Vanacek after the game, and he said, you you could tell that Ovi really wanted to score uh, on, on me. In this case, I'm talking about Vitek Vanacek. But he was able to stand tall in net and giving credit where credit's due. Vitek played lights out for the Devils. And, uh, you know, and that's what, that's what I'm talking about. The Capitals are going to have to find ways to win games against teams that are good. The New Jersey Devils, despite their poor play in previous seasons, are reigning atop of the Metro Division. No one picked that to start the season. Everyone said it was going to be the Rangers or it was going to be the Hurricanes. You know, it just goes to show you that the pundits and the talking heads don't necessarily know what they're talking about all of the time. And I understand there's a lot of hockey left to be played this season. But as it stands right now, the New Jersey Devils reign supreme in the Metro, and they are the team to beat if you want to move on. you got to win these games against formidable opponents because if you're going to make any push into the postseason, you're going to have to win games against big teams. And uh, the New Jer- Jersey Devils are definitely one of that. The book on Vanacek during his time in D.C. was always the same. He was a technically sound goalie but struggled to make the spectacular saves a team with championship aspirations we need him to make on Saturday night. He made the spectacular saves surviving a high-volume Washington attack that generated 13 high-danger chances as the Devils have skyrocketed up the standing. Vanacek's stock has risen with him. He finished the game with a 10-2-0 record, sporting a .923 save percentage and a 2.04 goals against average in 14 games. That's 12 starts for New Jersey. With Blackwood suffering an MCL spring, Vanacek has gotten a real chance to make a case for their long-term answer in net. And I would say that unless he totally falls flat on his face, I think the job is his. I think that's a pretty safe uh, uh, assumption to make there. The 27-year-old had already faced the Capitals once this season, but that appearance came in relief after Blackwood was pulled for allowing five goals in two periods on October 24th. Immediately after the game, New Jersey went on a 13-game winning streak that tied the franchise record. Vanacek appeared in 10 of those games and never allowed more than three goals. 
Washington can hardly complain about its quality of goaltending this season with Darcy Camper as its starter, but Vanacek has thrived since leaving the nation's capital and has showed the Capitals exactly what they gave up with his performance Saturday. Again, like I talked about off the top of the show, I don't want to hear from people saying, well, we should have kept Vanacek. Listen, Darcy Kemper has kept the Capitals in the game. Charlie Lindgren has kept the Capitals in the game. Vanacek, they tried him for a couple of seasons, didn't work out. Same goes for Ilya Samsonov. It just didn't work. Um, So, you know, I hear it all the time. You know, people adding me on Twitter, on YouTube, saying, you know, what were the Capitals thinking getting rid of Vanacek? Listen, I mean, if they would have gone in, you know, it's easy to make these kind of proclamations now that you see how Vanacek is playing. But if they would have gone into this season with Vanacek and Samsonov, people would have been beside themselves with anger and emotion. So, you know, it's easy to do this Monday morning quarterbacking, you know, this armchair quarterbacking, thinking that the Capitals should have done this, that, and the other thing. But when it, you know, when when the reality is the Capitals fans were elated when they picked up Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren as they should be because they have been playing that well. So let's not forget all of this um, and all the razzle dazzle that VTech Vanacek has had. The Devils entered play starting with the most goals in the NHL by players under 25 years old. And they added to that a total with five goals coming off the sticks of Hughes, Nico Heeshear and Fab- uh, Fabian Zutterland. Hughes has been a star in the making of the last few seasons, joining players like the Anaheim Ducks' Trevor Zegras as part of the wave of young players pushing the boundaries with unconventional highlight reel goals. After scoring his first goal on a breakaway enabled by Lars Eller, Hughes then fired a tight angle shot from the corner that bounced off the back of Lingard's mask into the goal. In the third period, he beat Lingard again on an odd man rush to record the first hat trick of his NHL career it has been the first hat trick the Capitals have allowed this season. The biggest thing is the Capitals' inability to finish. Coming off back-to-back wins, the Caps boarded their flight to New Jersey to begin a six-game road trip that included dates with Dallas, the Kraken, and Edmonton Oilers. Um, excuse me, Devils. Uh, the team was hoping to turn a corner after a subpar start to their season that had been sitting in seventh place in the Metro before picking up victories over the Flyers and Flames. However, their winning streak was short-lived after the offense struggled to finish plays all night. The Capitals put themselves in a great position to score, but a couple of bad bounces and some impressive stops by Vanacek limited them to one goal in the game. And again, you know, it would have been a, a great thing if the Capitals would have found a way to to pick up a win, of course. I mean, I would love to be talking to you guys Uh, about another Capitals victory and how the winning just keeps continuing to go and go. But it wasn't the case. And at the end of the day, the Capitals got outworked by a really great New Jersey Devils team. And they are going to be the team to beat. They, they, They reign supreme in the Metro Division as of right now. So the Capitals, among like a lot of the other teams in the Metro, have got to find a way you know, to start winning games if they want to be competitive, because as it stands right now, the Devils are the team to beat. All right. So after the break here, we will talk about the road ahead for the Washington Capitals. We'll talk about that next. Today's episode of Locked On Capitals is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and even esports. 
We've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And guys, even if you don't like betting, if you could bet on an upcoming Capitals game, like say one against the Canucks or the Kraken, that makes watching the games that much more exciting. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this next segment, we are going to talk about the road ahead for the Washington Capitals. So Tuesday night, you know, this is going to be for the hardy Washington Capitals fan as the Capitals take on the Canucks at 9 p.m. on Tuesday and Thursday night at 9, or excuse me, Tuesday night at 9 p.m. and Thursday at 9 p.m. as well. So those are going to be some late games. You will definitely want to have the coffee pot set uh, as you head into work uh, the morning after, if you want to stay up and watch those games, because they will definitely be late games, that is for sure. So the first game that they take on Tuesday is against the struggling Vancouver Canucks. Um, and that's, you know, it's another one of those games that I talk about a lot. It's a trap game. You head into Vancouver and a team thinks, well, that's a Vancouver Canucks team that's not playing that well. But you got to remember, that is a Canucks team that wants to win more than anything. So they're going to be hungry and they're going to want to win. And they're coming into playing a Capitals team that, let's face it, has struggled a bit this season. Uh, despite these short winning streaks here and there, um, they still, they've been struggling. Um, so it is going to be two teams uh, that are, you know, desperate to pick up wins. I would say the Capitals at this point are desperate to pick up wins. I would also say the same thing goes for the Canucks. So they are going to have to be ready for a team like the Canucks, despite where they are in the standings, uh, to, to face a team that is desperately going to want to beat them. And then an equally big challenge, a bigger challenge, if you will, will be Thursday night against the Kraken. The Kraken are uh, playing very well. Last time I checked, they were second in the Western. So um, again, that's going to be a Kraken team that is dialed in and is going to throw the kitchen sink at the Washington Capitals. They are going to throw everything that they have at the cap. So they're going to have to be ready. These West Coast road trips are well known for being tough on the cap. Sometimes they play well. Sometimes they get the beat down on them. So let's hope that they can pick up big wins. I hope I can talk to you guys about some big wins uh, this week against uh, you know this West Coast swing, which just taking a look at the schedule here, like I said, sees the Canucks on Tuesday, Thursday, the Kraken, and Saturday, Saturday the Calgary Flames once again. And you got to think that the Calgary Flames are going to be looking for payback. They are not going to want to get shut out uh, they are not going to want to get beat down by this team, uh, the Washington Capitals, once again. So you got to think that's going to be a hungry Flames team. And let's, I don't want to diminish who the Flames are. They have some really great goal-scoring uh, players on that team. They have some great players. Their um, netminding, I guess, is a little shaky, if you ask me. I know that Mark Strum is considered to be a pretty good goalie, but he has struggled um, as of late, uh, most notably against the Cat uh, Washington Capitals. So, again, these are going to be tough games. Uh, they're getting played very late at night, um, especially if you're on the East Coast. 
Um, you know, if you're playing on the West Coast, they're not that they're not that late because, you know, they're a, a few hours in the other direction. But in any event, there's probably some level of jet lag that is going on when you play those kind of games. Uh, but I'm hoping that the Capitals can get back into the win column. They can get back to doing what they do best, and that's winning games. They're starting to get more players filtering back in. We have TJ Oshie and we have John Carlson back. The next person, the next player to come back is Dmitry Orloff, and we are hoping uh, that he can come back and, and kind of contribute and pick up where he left off because uh, what we're going to do and what I've talked about is that I think the Capitals can kind of assess where they're at once these players come back. You know, we got Tom Wilson, I think, would probably be the next one to come back after that. Uh, we can't wait that long, to be honest with you, because Christmas, New Year's is when he's supposed to be back. That is still some time from now. Um, I think that once we get Dmitry Orloff back, the Capitals are going to have to judge and assess where they're at. Can they, can, you know, can they start winning games on a consecutive basis? Can they continue to keep winning cons consistently? That's the biggest thing, because if they can't, then I think they need to explore the trade option. I think they need to uh, take a look at the waiver wire. They need to do something if they want to make a push uh, for the playoffs and dare I say a Stanley cup. And I know that seems like a long shot right now, considering how they're playing, but that is the end goal. The, you know, that is the end goal of Alex Ovechkin. He said, you know, uh, passing Gordie Howe and Wayne Gretzky is important to me, but even more important is winning another Stanley Cup with this team. So I know that, you know, Ovi does want to, you know, eventually, you know, get his goals of passing Howe and Wayne Gretzky, but he would love nothing more than to win another Stanley Cup with this Washington Capitals team. And I really hope uh, that they're up for the challenge. Uh, they're, you know, it's easy to ride the high and think this team is doing great, but then you can get knocked flat on your face the next game, see the New Jersey Devils, and you get kind of brought back down to reality again. So what is the identity of this team? I ask this, and that's been a consistent theme throughout this entire season, is what is the identity of this season's Washington Capitals? I guess it remains to be seen. Um, you know, they've struggled quite a bit this year, and I know it is due at least in part to the myriad of injuries that is facing this lineup, but let's hope that they can get back into the win column and they can continue to win games on a consistent basis because at the end of the day, that's what they have to do. They can't, you know, pick up, a, you know, a one-off win here or, you know, two wins here. They need to go on a three or four or five game winning streak to kind of ensure to themselves and the fan base and everyone else that this team is capable of winning hockey games. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen for your next listen. Check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.